Hey, 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 what's up, everybody? I am Dwight. And I'm Alexis. And welcome, welcome, welcome to episode 1919 of It Is Not That Deep Unless You Loving Yourself. But before we get to that, we are going to jump right into some good old segments of current well, events. First, well, first, I would like to acknowledge that as soon as Dwight said, wow, we've been on such a winning streak as far as recording videos weekly. I mean, um, episodes weekly. And then we were gone for two weeks. And sorry. <laughs> <laughs> um, Dwight had a birthday. Boop, boop. About two weeks ago. <laughs> I did indeed. Uh, we had a lovely time. I got him an Apple Watch, so he know my love is real. Ooh, and ooh, still flexing it to this day. Then we were just lazy for <laughs> last, yeah. a few, few weeks after that. Last last week, you were pretty little busy yourself. Um, I rescheduled it, and then I got lazy, and then you were busy. Right. For pretty much the rest of that week. So definitely working on becoming more consistent with these weekly episodes um just you know basically get back on our hot streak that we were on definitely looking forward to that yeah 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 yeah. so with our current events we have three good current events that of course lex is going to break down for you of course so there was a lot in the news so i was especially antsy to get back to the podcast because a lot has happened from the grammys um but that's like old news now so unfortunately i don't really get to cover it but beyonce Megan. Who else was relevant? Nobody. It was the lowest ever ratings for the Grammys. I think for any award show, it only pulled in like a million. Mm, Okay. For an award show, so that just goes to show no one even gives a fuck about the Grammys anymore because the racist and (laughs) like who are you to tell me what's the best album, the best rap album, especially. I always thought, like, for not thought, I've always noticed for the past two, maybe three years that the um, award show's popularity overall, not just the Grammys, but Oscars, Emmys, all of those, um, the, 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 yeah, the popularity of those award shows have been trending downwards for the past few years now. Um, so yeah, it's definitely something they either need to reinvent or just all together get rid of. It's, yeah. It, it is something nice to have. It's, it's always nice to have it, you know, depending on who the host is, who the live performances are, especially for me, because I want to host one one day, so I don't want to get to the point where... It's like, I don't want them to go away. But like at this point, it's um, that's why I believe they need to put more effort into reinventing it. Yeah, they need to revamp it, um, especially like the people who decide who wins the awards. They really need to diversify that. Like I don't see personally how a collection of old white men <laughs> can mm. judge every genre. It just doesn't make any sense. That doesn't. And they had like some blacks up in there, some Latinas up in there. Latinx, as we say now, mm. <laughs> that would be wonderful, and just kind of just make it for a modern society that we are. But anyway, not going to spend too much time on that because, like I said, it's old. I wanted to jump in to a developing thing. It's crazy, not really. David Dobrik. David Dobrik. I apologize if you don't know who this is or you don't care, <laughs> but he's somebody I've been watching for a few years, and to find out that. <gasps> 
shocked face. He's racist. <laughs> <laughs> or not even racist, just a horrible person. Mm-hmm. Um, it's not surprising, but it's disappointing. Because I really, I used to enjoy his videos. But basically, um, David is the leader of the Vlog Squad. They're a collective of young white dudes and <laughs> girls <laughs> who, you know, make vlogs and make a lot of money together. I thought that was Jake Paul. Not Jake Paul, oh. but his brother. You thought that there's a difference, JK. There's no. multiple different groups that all like say. hang out and record together. I know, I know they're different. I'm just trying to be an ass. So I was like, oh, they're all the same. Oh, <laughs> just a bunch of white kids, <laughs> well-off white kids, and you know, you're 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 multiracial every now and again, but mostly whites uh, getting together, just having a fun hippity doo dah time. Right. Of somebody else down. So this all started with uh, Seth. He was kind of like, well, was the only black member of the vlog. And he wasn't really a main member. He was more of an extra. Um, There was this one particular video, which I actually remember, where David does this elaborate prank where he has Seth believe that he's been um, hired for a commercial. And he has to, for the commercial, he has to make out with a woman dressed as a gorilla. And he, you know, he does it, and then David pops out, and he realizes it's a prank, and then he realizes that it's Jason Nash, who is about, uh, 40-something year old man who hangs out with these kids. (laughs) Right? It's Jason Nash in the gorilla suit, who this black man who just made out with... (laughs) In the video, he seems shocked, but it cuts to another scene quickly after that. And then later on, he David asks Seth if he would consent to him doing it again. And Seth is like, well, I don't even have to because... Uh, he was like, whatever, because there's no way you can make me kiss another man or kiss Jason again. Um, what the heck? So he <laughs> so that's a prank on a friend from what I just heard. Okay, yeah. Yeah, but go ahead. So, long story long, he ends up getting him to kiss Jason again. (laughs) He does do it again. It works. He tricks him again. Um, So then, uh, a few months ago, maybe it was like, it might have been a year ago. Or it was, I don't know. Seth made a video on his own YouTube channel, uh, basically asking David to take accountability for how he treats the minorities of the friend group. And it was like, basically... He felt that the what he calls sexual assault was racially driven, um, basically saying that because on his po- David Dobrik's podcast with Jason Nash Views, he said that he knew it would be an even better prank, basically because Seth was from Compton and how homophobic a lot of the mills in the black community can be. Mm. So he thought it would be even funnier because like this black guy, like his one of his Compton friends sees his, this black guy kissing a white old man mm. in a gorilla suit. So he uses that to say, you know, it was definitely racially charged. He does this to all the people who are minorities or different in the friend group, basically use them as punching bags and all he wants is an apology and to, yeah, just take accountability for his actions. Hmm. But I don't know if I talked about it on here. A few months ago, Big Nick basically said the same thing. He was a little person. Um, he got all the midget jokes and all the, you know, just he was kind of a punching bag for a period of time. And when he asked David to stop, he was basically cut out of the vlog completely. Hmm. And so it's kind of the same thing with Seth. And Seth just wanted an apology. So he texted David first before he went public about it. And David did not respond. 
that is usually like his way of handling drama or accusations, he doesn't respond and he doesn't let anybody in the blog squad respond either. And mm. it usually blows over, but now that we're in a time of accountability, <laughs> it's not working this time. And because a black guy saying it, like, no, <laughs> we're not going to let it slide. And then he has Scotty Sire make a statement um, saying that Seth consented to the prank, but the video, the, the receipts that he showed, at no at no point did Seth actually say, I consent to you doing this again. Mm. He was just basically saying, like, Seth was basically saying, like, oh, this would never work again. Right. He's like, you can't tell me that you're going to make me kiss a man. <laughs> like, I don't, this isn't even a conversation to have because ain't no way I'm, you're going to be able to make me do it again. Mm. Um, blah, blah, blah. And then in current news, because this has been drawing out for about a month or it's changed now. So now uh, Dirty Dom has been introduced. Dirty Dom. <laughs> Dirty Dom. He's an OG Blog Squad member. Dirty Dom. So Dirty Dom has been accused of aring somebody. Um, of aring someone? Rape. Oh my! Trigger warning. Oh my! <laughs> Sorry. I was gonna say, yeah, I don't. I didn't know the abbreviation. Aring. Oh goodness, dirty Dan. Who would have guessed it? Who would have guessed? Dirty Dan. So again, this is something that's caught all on David's blog. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's a video of uh, basically Dom comes to David's house with three girls, and they're like, he's like, oh, these girls number three some with me, and they're like, no, I just want to meet David. I think one was under the drinking age and one was like 17. So David, for the vlog, for the sake of the vlog, has one of the guys go and get them alcohol to like loosen them up. This is all on the account of Trisha Paytas, by the way, who hates David. So grain of salt. Nah. But yeah, so basically they're saying that David helped in their assault mm. because he, you know, supplied the alcohol and when the threesome actually did happen, because it does happen, when the threesome happens, David picks up his camera and is like outside the door kind of laughing. And it always gives me a Players Club vibes now that I think back on it. What the fuck? I, I remember that all, scene? Yeah, yeah, I remember that scene, but I never knew it got like weird and dirty like that on the block. I thought it was all like, no, oh, we're having clean. white boy fun and it's, oh, we're pranking each other and oh, Look at the money we get to spend because we have sponsors. I thought it was all that. Like, <laughs> yeah, you thought. Yeah, exactly. Like, oh, let's do this weird cooking challenge. Like, what the no, fuck is this no. about? They do, like, wild things. What the fuck? Right. So they don't show anything, obviously. There's no new right. data. Clearly. But it's all it's implied. Exactly. It's still YouTube. He still has sponsorships and companies that he works with. So he can't go be too crazy. With the kids that watch him, I'll be surprised. I'm surprised, like, something sexual like that is oh, even yeah. allowed. Oh, yeah. They make a lot of, like, sexual type of jokes and innuendos and things Well, innuendos, like you know. Uh, well, you know that's, like, that's, like, the type of content. Like, it's usually alluding to sex or discussing sexual topics. Oh, okay. It happens pretty frequently, I'd say. Mm-hmm. Like, there was, like, one clip of uh, Corinna giving head to her boyfriend at the time in the backseat of David's car. That was a thing. You what can see fuck? anything, but you can clearly see, like... What the hell? <laughs> I thought teenagers watched this shit. They do. Oh, perfect. Okay. <laughs> Perfectly suited for teens. So then, I know this is right, like, I'm very sorry. A lot has happened. Good. <laughs> so then, um, David finally makes an apology video. The apo- I think I told you about this. The apology mm-hmm. video is two minutes long. 
<laughs> after about a month and some change of accusations and all this shit building up, he makes a video that's two minutes long called Let's Talk, and he turns the comments and likes off. You, it should have been titled Let Me Talk to You. Right. <laughs> Let's listen to But David. basically, like, he does, like, it's, like, one of the worst apology videos. He says, he starts it off with, I've made over 600 videos and such and such amounts of TikToks. And, you know, sometimes I just miss the mark. Mm. That, like, it's such, like, a white bread cookie cutter apology and takes no accountability for anything, really. Right. He quickly one of those carefully worded ones. Right. And then he shifts the blame quickly to Dirty Dom. So he's like, you know, in the past, I've stopped making videos with people who whose actions I don't align myself with. Uh, people like Dirty Dom, like he specifically names Dom, and then, you know, he's like, and others, which I'm guessing he's alluding to Seth or whatever, although he didn't do anything. And then he was like, I am a, I am sorry to Seth and blah, 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 and I just yeah, missed blah, the blah, mark blah. on that one, guys, and I just want to make videos, and that's all I want to do. I'm just a kid trying to make some videos. No, but it's like there's no accountability like okay i could see how you would see that as sexual assault i could see how you could see this racially charge there's like none of that so like it's obvious he's not really sorry so when it comes to legal actions i know when you apologize you are legally speaking you are admitting to you're admitting guilt admitting to something guilt. So that doesn't help in cases. So like that could be wordage that like, you know, because he, like you said, David is backed by, I know he's, I don't know. I don't really, I don't watch his videos at all. I know of him though, because he's one of the biggest YouTubers out there. Uh, definitely what one of the top 10, most definitely, um, I believe one of the top, um, you know, basically he's one of the top YouTubers out there. So I know he has, or at least had <laughs> a bunch of sponsors, which of course come with, um, uh, you know, uh, a PR manager, obviously, and you know he that comes actually, with a legal team. I'm pretty sure of that. He doesn't really have. He has a PR person, but it's like a teenage girl. Like it's like. Well, not not a PA, <laughs> not a PR manager. I, I'm saying like from the people who sponsor him, those people have legal teams that would represent him if something happened. So like, um, he 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 definitely has a lawyer. Of oh a yeah, high, he has a lawyer. He definitely has a lawyer. Um, an actual serious legal person who would tell him how to word things and stuff like that. So yeah, so like if he never actually said I'm sorry for something specifically, it's probably it's most likely because his lawyer told him not to. Mm. Well, that's I, I feel like it's honestly a shitty situation to be in then because David did he lost like a lot of sponsorships mm. because of his apology and just because of all the drama surrounding him in general. But that does suck if you're legally, it's not a good idea to apologize because now it's affecting his money. Why would you ever, like, freaking, um, uh, I didn't know that was what my man was doing over there. I really yeah. thought it was just all white boy pranks <laughs> on people now, and shit. Now, I do like, think, I don't do know, because originally when I first heard about, like, the whole Seth thing, because I remember watching that video and I didn't particularly see an issue with it. Which one, the Seth one? The Seth one. But it was mostly because I have suspected that it was pre-planned. Like most of the YouTube videos are YouTube pranks. They're usually like pre-planned. So real. nobody acts exactly. So I always assumed that everybody was in on it. It was something that was discussed or something that was at least loosely he was given consent for. Like, hey, would you mind if I pranked you or something like that? Right. But 
don't know. It's weird now that everything's coming to light because I don't know how I feel about it. Because a part of me feels like, you know, it's just young, dumb kids fucking around. But also, these are kids that are my age. They're not really kids. They're not kids. I don't know why anybody is saying kids. I mean, you like, see them as kids mostly that. just because of how they act. Like, you see them as young people with way too much money. And they're in this big friend group. And they're all cool with doing crazy shit just to make money. Nah, young people, yes. Kids, no. But then when it's like, hey, I, was, I actually wasn't cool with that. <laughs> it kind of changes the tone for me. Right, these young, dumb guys like David don't I know do how to... I think they're young and dumb. And oh, I, yeah. I don't the think they know the weight of their, their choices and their right. actions. I don't think that it's usually... Especially for David, I don't think that there's ever any malice involved. Like, oh, I'm going to make him fucking kiss a man. Because I hate black people. I don't think it's like that, but I just don't think he realizes. Which isn't an excuse, and it's no one's job to teach you as a privileged white kid. Like, you have to make the effort to figure things out for yourself. But at the same time, I don't think David's a horrible person, and I do think there is redemption for him. Right. I believe that as well, because it's like, it's not... Um, I don't. I don't think it's any malice intent in um in any of these stuff he's doing. Um, when like like with the Seth situation, when he said he feels like it was kind of racially charged, I don't know them, so I wouldn't be able to tell if he's wrong or not. Right. But I do know when it comes to friend groups. Uh, I'll speak for guys in particular on this one. Um, you can speak for the girls on that one, but for guy and guy like when it comes to, I feel like it's general across all groups of friends. When there, it's like somebody who's like a lightning rod for a bunch of the jokes. Mm-hmm. And it could be because that person is the least active in the group. It could be because that person um, isn't, wasn't there the longest. They, they was there, they got there, they're the newest member of the group. Mm-hmm. So they get it a lot. Um, they're not the, well, I already said they're not the most active. It could be for those reasons. Sadly, Seth could be right. And, um, Unfortunately, he most likely is right, and it's because out of all those white people, he's like one of the only blacks. Exactly, and because, like like I said, I watched David's vlogs. I've watched the majority of his content, and I can tell you, like, all of those white guys kiss their friends just (laughs) because. So it wouldn't even be a prank for them, really, because they just do it because white people think being naked and doing slightly gay shit is funny. That's just kind of the comedy, honestly. That's really it. So I, I do feel like it was slightly racially charged, and not in the in a hateful way, but just like oh, because like of, our black friend would totally react to this. He would react exactly. Mm-hmm. Like if you had um, like Heath or somebody doing it, it would be like oh, okay, baby, and he just jump into the role, like right. like he likes it. So it wouldn't give you the reaction that you want. Right, one of those white guys like, oh no, you totally got me. But like you He probably, probably go back and make out more just for the joke. Just to keep a joke going. <laughs> exactly. Like, oh no, I'm totally in on it. Because keep in mind, like Jason, this Jason Nash also agreed fully knowing that he was going to make out with a man. Like this is Being an old white man. Which is weird as fuck because Jason is old and he I'm has like, like... I know you want fame, Josh, Josh. Because I've seen his vines and I know he already knew he hung out with those young guys. Because he did vines with, you know, even with a Batch, King Batch and them fucking, um, and all of them. Are you talking about Josh Peck or Jason? No, not Josh Peck. Well, Josh Peck did it too, but no, Jason Nash, the old guy. Oh, man. Excuse me, Jason. (laughs) Jason also, because he uh, used to do the vines with, um, them as well. Scam likely. Get out of here. (laughs) And decline that from my 
Apple Watch. Thank you very much. <laughs> but uh, yeah, but I so I know who Jason is, and I was like, I always felt like ever since I seen him doing vines with them, I was like, I get it. The young, the young cats is where it is when yeah. it comes to getting yeah. famous on on these platforms. But damn, bro, I don't know. It's just I don't know. I don't. I, I wouldn't want to be that fucking guy. <laughs> I'm in my I mean, 40s. I mean, I because I used to watch Jason too. Nah, I, I, I feel like guy. Jason is just that type of guy who like he missed his time, mm-hmm. <laughs> but he he his just time he didn't wasn't give up. not even that he missed his time, but his time. His youth. <laughs> <laughs> I, don't, I don't even think that either. I feel like it's more so like his, his time. They were more uh, burly and they were like they were too stringent and shit. And like he couldn't have fun and let loose. But our generation is that. And he's exactly. like, oh, I'm like you guys. I'm exactly. like a millennial, and I want to do it with you all. So I right. I get that, and I won't knock him for I mean, it. But yeah, also I, just, I don't uh, honestly I don't see a problem with Jason hanging out with younger kids. Um, yeah, they're all adults. I don't see a problem with it. I, right. I only see a problem when it's, you know, because originally David actually asked Jason to get the alcohol. But he was like, no, because Trisha was like, no. But it's just stuff like that when you're like caught up and you have to be the adult in the situation. And I don't know if Jason can always be the adult when your boss is 24. <laughs> like you have to still be able to step up and say, this is a bad idea. And I don't know if Jason can do that. Mm. So that's the only thing that rubs me the wrong way about him. And because it was a time where he totally tried to like make out with Tana Mojo, and that's just gross. Cause it's not even like Jason's a sexy 40-something. Like he looks like he's in his 40s. Right. And he's Tana's a cool guy, literally but... 20-something. Come on. Yeah. Oh Jesus. Alright, we still got two topics. Go okay, for it. Okay, yeah, speeding through. Um, sweetie and Quavo. Saw weedy. <laughs> Please stop. It's Sawida. No, it's not. And Quibo. Sweetie and Quavo. <laughs> have called it quits after I don't know how long because I don't really research this shit, honestly. I just know. <laughs> I just it's... give you a bad synopsis and give my opinion. Nah, these are great synopsis. It says, as like, all of my current event information comes from Alexis anyway. So it's like, <laughs> it's all good. Um, but yeah, so they finally have announced that they are no longer together. This all arised after uh, Sweetie did an interview Sorry. with apparently her ex, one of the Combs boys, Sean, Chris, whatever his name is. Um, Combs boys? You know, Diddy's son. Oh. Um, I was about to say Sean She Combs? did an interview. <laughs> the, the interviewer was like, if your man was doing everything for you, blah 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 paying all your bills and whatnot would you uh give him a threesome oh jesus and so we came back with a a fire answer she was like if he's doing everything right treating me right whining and dining me and all that i'm gonna do him the honor of allowing him to pick the nigga that we have a threesome with So at first I was like, ah, yes, yeah, sweetie, sweetie. But then, you know, as things go, oh, a few God. hours later, oh, that's disrespectful to Quavo. And I oh, can't help but notice go. the flirtation between her and her ex over there. Oh, God. So then that provokes sweetie. And then Quavo unfollows sweetie after that. She oh. was already unfollowed following him. She wasn't following him. Um, Why was she already not following her boyfriend? Because they weren't together, which is what I'm about to get to. 
Oh, so they better. So, okay. yeah. So, um, yeah, she's getting all this uh, hate, basically, hate, for hate, hate, the hate. interview and the supposed body language, which I didn't see. He was just there. <laughs> um, and she was basically like, you know, we, I'm single. Like, I've been through too much to be dealing with these false accusations. Um, basically, she heavily implied he cheated on her, and they were, and she checked out of the relationship, and they were no longer together. Mm, okay. Um, and it was reported that you know they had definitely been broken up, and that Quavo had been trying to buy her back with gifts and stuff. That's what buy back means. Um, <laughs> uh, trying to follow in the footsteps of his brother uh, Offset, <laughs> no. who successfully won his wife back with you know Bentley or whatever. <laughs> I don't think she and that won shit her back. Her. I feel like Cardi B in that situation. Cardi just got to the place where she was like, "All right, I've had time to think about it. Not gonna lie." I'll I got some dick on the side while I was off doing my thing. And now I've decided that I want my daughter's um, father to be around. And she decided to try the marriage again. I feel like that's how that works. I'm not knocking her, but I'm just saying that's how Offset got her back. He did grand gestures. He begged. He pleaded. He interrupted her stage performances (laughs) for his own Shawty seems so irritated when I... She was so irritated. As she should have been. This is a narcissist. What are you doing, you fucking asshole? Who who let him on his stage, first of all? But anyway, so uh, Quavo was trying that route, but it didn't work for a Bay Area bitch like Sweetie because she, one, is cute as shit, and she don't really like... I don't. I don't want just an icy glacier boy. I don't want a glacier boy. Like I, I want, want a non-cheating motherfucker. Exactly. So then Quavo, and this just shows you how much audacity these niggas will have, regardless of if they're right or wrong. Why is Quavo come on talking about some? I know you want to make this a show. <laughs> so just already coming out hostile. I know you want to make a show of all this. And I'm usually not one to basically put my life on blast. Mm-hmm. But I feel as though to stop the false narrative, he also steals a page out of her wording. To stop the false narrative, you know, I, I disappointed you and I did all of that. Um, he's talking about some, <laughs> you're not the woman I thought you were. <laughs> but but yeah, I, like, I had love for you, but you're not the woman I thought you were. Hey, you were trying to win her back, bro, so I don't know what you're trying to prove. The audacity of these niggas. <laughs> How, like, gaslighting, and I know it's a word that I use a lot, mm-hmm. but gaslighting, <laughs> that was a pure example. Because why would niggas cheat on you and you're not dealing with it? How am I not the woman you thought I was? Yeah, that nigga's definitely just... Sounds like he, from this situation and the fact the, 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 the factoids that you just given us, it sounds like the nigga's trying to save face and like he he just realized at that point, alright, Shawty ain't gonna come back. Exactly. It's exactly. a lot of, it's a lot of heat in that these streets. He was like, she's gone. It's a lot of heat <laughs> in these streets and like she doing too much. So, you know what? Nah. I ain't no sucker. Like, I'm Quavo. And the thing about men, I feel like men expect you to keep their dirt on the low for their sake. You know? Like, if you do a girl wrong, then you say, oh, why are you telling everybody what I did to you? Like, you're cheating on me in public, but you expect me to keep that shit in, in private. You had no discretion when you were dicking down another girl, but now you're big mad on Twitter because big I spoke man. on it, because I said I was single, because I am. 
You niggas are wild. Nobody, nobody, <laughs> nobody wants they dirt in the street. Period. But you want your dick in the street? Where no, you like I said, nobody it? wants their dirt in the street. No shawty wants like if she's if y'all going through marital problems, you don't want your dirt in the street. And like, I don't even think she Wang. did it in like an exposing way. Like I don't feel like she was like this nigga cheated. He was fucking everything in Atlanta. She didn't say none of that. She was just like, I am single <laughs> because I felt disrespected because mm-hmm. you're not doing what you're supposed to be doing. She didn't even say verbatim he cheated. That's just obviously like. Because first of all, rappers are gonna cheat. <laughs> rappers cheat. That's Mm-mm. just <laughs> water is wet and rappers cheat. <laughs> <laughs> I do feel like this is all speculation for me. I feel like when they first got together, I feel like it was a conversation where it was like, "Hey, girl, I can give you the world and I can make you know have you live a great life." But there might be stipulations. <laughs> there might come a time where I want to step out and you might have to be okay with that. You might have to be. And I feel like, honestly, when you're put in that situation, you think you can handle that shit. And so she might have been like, okay, Dude, yeah. Through your Alexis tinted glasses, you really think any conversation like, any real Only conversation like that would happen? If there's any uh, merit in him saying you're not the person I thought you were, because that's what I gathered from that. Like I said, there's a, there's a big reach. This yeah, is my imagination. But I feel like he was saying that because he was maybe saying, you already knew what it was, and now you're out here on Twitter being loud. <laughs> being when, you, loud. when I told you who I was, because honestly, if I was a rapper and I knew that I was a cheater, that's a conversation I would have. I would just do it. Yeah, but that's if you're a rapper and you know you are. How, when these guys want a girl, when a guy twenty four seven and seriously don't know you're just cheaters. Yeah, some niggas niggas real life that ass be like, yo, if I if I'm gonna get this girl, I can't like I'm not gonna come at it like I know me. Like I'm gonna come at it with my best foot forward. And then when you get the girl, you're like, all right, time to slip slide right back into those old ways. And like like you know some niggas who are dirt like that won't give a second thought. Trash. But then if you get caught, then you're like, oh, no, 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 no. I'll never do that shit again. Just here, 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 here. Just, like, be with me. I love you, Sawidi. Like, <laughs> yeah, niggas is trash Hilarious. like that. People are trash like that. Niggas really need to get into loving on themselves. and Loving on themselves. Because I feel like, and, you know, I'm not going to hold that right to my own standard, but I don't get into a relationship until I'm ready to be in a relationship. If I know I got some shit I'm dealing with myself, I don't go jump in somebody's a life because that's foul because it, now I'm dragging you into my shit like in, that, like in that situation like that it's just like oh was like oh damn yeah you know what I think I'm ready to be done with all this homie. and like oh look at you Sawweedy you over here doing your thing you the next big thing like let me let me see what you about like oh let's let's make it happen you you're an icy girl I'm a glacier boy let's let's see what it do and then he's in the relationship then he's like wow this is boring and <laughs> my man out on the streets with the crew and got some strange and yeah it's like niggas those yeah those are just niggas who just don't know that they're actually not ready to be in a relationship right like niggas literally have one day where they think wow maybe i should just be in a relationship i'm older now and then like they get into one and they're like i want to still fuck other people and i feel like that comes from not dealing with your own issues like i i definitely think there's a period where you're just like okay i'm bored this single life i want me a bitch who just gonna be here but before you jump in, you need to also sit down and think about why you're a cheater. <laughs> Just think about the big picture. And I what believe. do you actually want to gain from a relationship? Exactly. Like, if it's just somebody being there so you're not lonely, that's not enough. 
because all of these things I feel like are just like single day thoughts and then people trick themselves into thinking that's what they really want it's like like I just said like he probably just sat down one day like man I want to be in a relationship with somebody and I want to of course some a woman who's fine as fuck and has high status like I do so I don't have to worry about some shorty steven on me and shit and he just chose so weedy and then it's like and then it's like one day you're just like oh, I mean like it wouldn't be like it wouldn't be the end of the earth if I just stuck my dick in this bitch this other bitch who it isn't really my girlfriend <laughs> no 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 but that's what I'm saying the guy like so that's you have this, I know what you're saying exactly they have this single fucking thought for this one day and then the next day it's right back to loving your girl and shit it's like you can't let these single thoughts ruin your whole trajectory of life that's why you always have to look at the big picture because it's always going to be a small picture that pops out of nowhere like big picture is i want to be in a relationship i want to be happy for the rest of my life and i'm ready to be with one woman and then those days are going to pop up when the small picture comes out of nowhere like hey you want this picture you can fuck it real quick and nobody ever know and then you're like yeah yeah small picture wise why not (laughs) no nigga always think about the big picture i feel like the main reason why not is you can't keep that shit a secret forever I'm gonna tell you something about women, or it's not even women, I'm gonna tell you something about me. I found out mm-hmm. everything. And it's not only because I'm intuitive, but it's because I'm nosy. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and most women are nosy as fuck. You niggas aren't good cheaters. Like, just stop doing it. <laughs> Cause your girl always finds out and you look stupid in the face. Yeah, that <laughs> Oh no. Leave the cheating to the experts. Leave it to women. the ladies. <laughs> because you know why? Cause ladies know how to delete text threads. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Y'all don't even try. Nah, niggas do be trying, but then like when the shawty go through, but then, then it's they too be much like, deleted. who, 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 where, where those messages with, with old girl go? Exactly. And like guys never go through the phone, so like when we do finally, we don't know that there's supposed to be a a message thread with George and fucking Jamal and Tyrone. That's why you gotta get that shit regulated once a month. Regulator, <laughs> regulate that shit. Make sure everything where it's supposed to be. <laughs> Alright, and with that being said, we're going to move on to the third current event. It's not even interesting. I'm just going to cover it real quick. No. Uh, Lil Mama, <laughs> I know, gag, is transphobic. Yeah. Oh, my, um, my gag. Lil Mama is fed up with you gays uh, coming for her hair and coming for her clothes. I forgot who Lil Mama is. <laughs> her lip gloss is supposedly popping. Wait, that old ass one? That old ass song? <laughs> That's Lil Mama? That's Lil Mama. Uh, she looks like Bow Wow. <laughs> Mm-mm, not Bow Wow. <laughs> But she's yeah. homophobic. She's, she's big mad. She's transphobic. She's making a lot of transphobic statements. Uh, she said something on a podcast and something on Instagram live, maybe. I don't know. But she says she's going to make a uh, straight people rights movement. Stop that. Because we're so oppressed, apparently. We're but so no, fucking she's oppressed. She's honestly really just mad because the gays keep making fun of her hair and her clothes. And she doesn't mm-hmm. like it. She can't help it. She looks like a little bow wow. My heterosexual <laughs> life. Lifestyle should Gaze. be important too. And she also thinks that the, the trans community uh, is systematically trying to stop repopulation of the earth. They're yeah. horrible. It's it's <laughs> funny to me because, um, just like I'm pretty sure four or five years ago, I thought is isn't overpopulation still a thing? Honestly, they're doing us a favor. Exactly. Not <laughs> only that, but also it's like because of COVID. 
People thought it would be a baby boom. It was the it's, it's actually the opposite. There's been a downward trend in Good. in babies too many people. since COVID started. Exactly. I was like, isn't isn't overpopulation like, you a straights thing? literally have I'm saying you straights like I'm not straight. You straights <laughs> literally have fucking 10, 14 kids just for the hell of a fucking Kate plus. I'm gonna say, oh no, I, I, oh yes, oh yes. Being from the slums of DC, <laughs> I know I know these women out here who have Way too many children be on their means of taking care of them. Like right. it's it's a oh my goodness oh and my goodness. And there's niggas who are impregnating them and so easily high and dry, which is why they have too many kids beyond their means because their trash baby daddies don't take care of them. Jesus <laughs> fucking Christ! And then fucking white people they just do it for sport, not even by accident. They do it on purpose. They want but a whole like, team. Like they're so worried about a trans couple or you know a different type of couple who decides they don't want to have kids or can't have kids or what so have you. Why does that bother you? Can you come adopt some of these children? Yeah, that's just <laughs> that's very the opposite good. of a problem right now, honestly. So you sound dumb. You you do look like little bow wow. <laughs> I don't know what else to say. She got into it with uh, Jack A. Harry or Harris from Sister Sister because she well, Jack A. checked her on Twitter and was basically like, you know, shut up. You and wrong. then she came Shut back up. for it, but it was very disappointing to see in a lot of these comment sections that you guys are agreeing with Lil Mama, and that just shows how homophobic the black community is, and you guys are disgusting. But so yeah, it's, yeah, I see it. I see it on my time feed sometimes, where it's like it's so crazy to me how um, these black women would be out here and they'd be like, fucking, um, they like I don't friend. know any black women who don't have gay friends. But yet, I would see a black woman, a heterosexual black woman, mm-hmm. talking about some, my child couldn't be gay. Why not? And like, that shit's so crazy. I was like, isn't your best friend gay? Like, I mean, but that also shows how you think about fuck? your best friend, for real. That shit, like, crazy Like, you're probably just using him for entertainment <laughs> or to have a They be having female friend. gay friends, too. That's how they get a coochie eight uh-uh. and can't deal with their sexuality. Mm-hmm. But yeah, I definitely think that black women, especially when it comes to the trans community, feel very threatened by trans women. Like, I feel like... So what of, women are? I feel like black women right. in particular. I feel like there's a lot of transphobia in black women in the black community. And I think a part of it is because they feel threatened, which is ridiculous because if your man is straight... Or not even straight, but if oh, a man just... That, oh, is that what you believe it is? I think it's a part of it, yeah. I, I think you might feel a little way about, like, oh, well, if... Because especially, like, you know, there's a lot of surgeries, there's a lot of makeup out there now that are making trans women look really appealing. I think it's more so... More so than that. I, if that does play a part in it, I think it's a small amount, actually. But I feel like a bigger part of it would be... Um, uh, it's, it's it's generational uh, generational legacy or something like that. Basically, these beliefs are passed down from their parents. Oh, definitely. I feel like it's more of that. And that's it's a, it's it's some sort of phrase for that. So, I, mean, I don't know like it's generational something. Generational racism? <laughs> Sorry. Uh, but yeah, all that shit, a lot of that shit, homophobia, racism. It's passed down from Stupid you. beliefs you do get from your parents and your right. grandparents. It's stuff they believed and they've pushed it on to you and now you believe it. Because if most of these people, like actually, if you actually had a conversation with them, they would realize they don't have any solid ground to stand on. But nobody, you know, they probably don't have any... Uh, uh, trans people in their in their personal circles to talk to about this stuff. So 
Like they, they never have to talk about this stuff. So their general stance on it is whatever their parents have passed down or whatever. Right. Like, you know, like just some generic shit they, they think they believe in. But like if they, if somebody actually had an actual conversation about these with the facts, they would, they would realize, oh shit, what I'm thinking is dumb and I don't have any ground to stand on. I literally have no reason. I don't know they think that because a lot of people will know damn well that their argument makes no sense and keep fighting for it <laughs> just because they want to be hateful. Because honestly, and black people love to tell people to mind your own and mind the business that pays you. Well, what does this have to do with you? Nothing. Mind your business. How about thing. that? If you and your man are straight <laughs> and having kids, that's what y'all want to do. What is the next person over there got to do with your life? Mm-hmm. Nothing at all. I think you feel threatened. <laughs> of course, religion plays a part in a good amount of the times as well. But yeah, that was little mama. She's, you know. Little mama. Little <laughs> anyway. Oh, any that was who? a long ass segment. I, I love it. I love it. And so, with that being said, we're actually going to go ahead and smooth right on to the main topic of today's episode. The main topic of today's episode is actually self-love. Now, Lex and I actually realized about two weeks ago when we were doing um, the uh, meeting for this episode that we we cover a good amount of, like, the last episode was tox- was um, toxic people. Um, I forgot exactly what the episode before that was, but basically we talk a lot about improvements we could make, I guess, in the sort of way of like the negatives, mm-hmm. like with like with racism and with um, uh, people like abusing each other physically or um, verbally is like it's and so we decided this episode to touch on something more positive, which, of course, when it comes to me for certain for damn well certain i i I thought self-love would be the perfect topic for that so i'm starting it off like what does self-love mean to you personally lex um self-love is loving yourself Mm -hmm. (laughs) i think self-love is loving yourself unconditionally uh, and i think that's a very important word unconditional self-love is the only form of self-love um uh yeah i think it's loving yourself unconditionally enough to not put yourself in shitty situations and be able to set boundaries uh you know when shit hits the fan you don't immediately turn against yourself and be like this is your fault dumb bitch Mm -hmm. most definitely and i feel like that that's actually 100 percent just how i feel about it as well when it comes to self-love that's something you always want to have within yourself because like I always say when it does come to self-love and, uh, when Lex and I was talking about this I remember telling her when you're looking for a mate you want to find somebody who's going to love you for you and you want to find somebody who's going to you know make sure they love you for your flaws they want to love you for your great strengths and whatnot but at the end of the day I know you you should always, of course, have your friends and your family and your loved ones who will always, you can always fall back on. But at the end of the day, because you never know what's going to happen, like, oh, your friends are doing something there, or you probably moved, so, you know, your friends are in another state, your family's in another state, your loved ones can't be there for you 24-7. The only person you have in this life forever and ever is yourself. So at the end of the day, 
you should always, you should always be able to fall back on yourself if need be. Of course, in a perfect world, you wouldn't have to. You'd always have someone there. But in this imperfect world that we live in, which is called reality, you need to be able to love yourself, king and queens. It's that simple. If it means posting that selfie up and, 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 and oh, wait, wait, not that one. But if it means you like self-love comes in many forms, really, um, from people loving themselves too much to unfortunately people not loving themselves enough. And that can fall into terms of like mental illnesses or depression and like the opposite end of that spectrum would be loving yourself too much, which is narcissism. It's fucking ill. And like, neither one of those are good at all. You need to be, you you have to be in the middle. We're at a point where you don't ever hate yourself. You can say, and you know, that and that word, you have to set rules for yourself. Like Lex said, boundaries and whatnot. You have to understand what like the differences in wanting to improve yourself and not beating your up yourself up too much for it. Because I believe in beating yourself up just a little bit if you feel like if you feel like you've been off the ball, then it's okay to get yourself back to that place with certain motivations and you know certain consequences that you set for yourself. And then on the other end of the spectrum, no, 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 no. That was that end of the spectrum. The other end of the spectrum is also know that you deserve, um, what is the word I'm looking for? You deserve rewards. You deserve prizes for the things in your life that you accomplished from the small things to the humongous things. Uh, Prime example, myself, I was on the end of the spectrum before I met Lex I was mostly on the side where it was um, it was a good teeter I had going between um, I was always in a good place when it came to self love I never over loved myself and I never under loved myself but there were always of course there's always room for improvements like for example prime example would be I never thought I would ever go on a vacation or at least no well not never but I never thought I would go under vaca- on a vacation this early in my life. Lex and I last year, when I was still 24, we went to, no, 25, oh God, I'm 26. (laughs) Anywho, (laughs) last year when I was still 25, me and Lex and I went to uh, Virginia Beach for my official first vacation. I never took vacations with my family when when I was younger because we didn't have money like that. Um, And, Turns out you don't need money like I you thought don't really like need that. that much money, right? Right, you, you really don't cost need, that much. You don't need that. You don't need big bank wealth in order to take a quick break from your daily life. You don't need that. Like I like because I was always assuming that. So I always put it in, I always had it in my head until I'm successful, super successful in my career, I would never be able to take a vacation. So I was thinking that'd be years from now, decade from now, when I'm older and I have a house and, you know, all my kids are good and taken care of and like, you know, and I was successfully married. And then, yeah, then me and my wife and the kids can go kids. on, <laughs> on that's vacation. Like, you're going to wait until there's kids involved to go not, on No, not wait, but like, that's when I thought I would finally be super bank wealthy. <laughs> 
Yeah, but no. <laughs> that was yeah, but, but no, it's not specifically. But still, that's how my brain worked. Mm-hmm. And not until Lex came along and was like, "Oh no, you should treat yourself for all the great work you've been doing and how far you've made it in life, whether you realize it or not." Like you always think, uh, "Oh, I thought I'd be somewhere else by this age," or "Oh." Um, uh, oh, especially social media, Jesus Christ! When you see everybody else self-love and you feel like it's being thrown in your face, it, it's it's always a great thing to try to not be in that in that mindset. And what I fi- what I find helps me not be in that mindset is to one see it as my friends and my loved ones sharing their self-love moments. Like, oh, when somebody's on top of a mountain, like, oh, I just killed this hike. It's like, I I don't feel like, oh, I don't feel shitty because, oh, I should go on a hike and feel better about myself. (laughs) No, that's not what social media is for. It's literally for your friends and family to not only share their self-love moments, but it's also to get encouragement from you, their friend, their friend or and or family. And like, I always find it silly when people, um... Because sadly, that is something that a lot of us do, where it's like, and that a lot of TV shows, films, and everything have pointed out, like, and people in general have pointed out, like, oh, you get on social media and you see how better everybody loves life is and it makes you feel crappy. You need to unplug. And I'm like, unplug, yes, but for that particular reason, no, that's not going to solve the problem. You're always going to get back on social media. And there's always going to be somebody out there doing something you wish you could do right at that moment. I feel like you should not fix, but you should adapt a new way of thinking about it so you don't feel shitty when you do get on social media, which you will, of course, inevitably do. So I I would encourage you to see it more as, oh, this is my friend or my family member who is looking for encouragement from me and others. And so what I do is... If it's something I really want to comment on, I don't go comment on every single thing. It's too many posts for all that. But when it's something special, something out of the ordinary, when it's not your regular me and my boo went to a cafe or me and me and the fan and the fam went on a hiking tr- trip, when it's something special, a little out of the ordinary, I give it a comment. I give it a uh, not a lot. I give likes to pretty much a lot of stuff, but um, I give it a comment. I give it that special, oh yeah, you're fucking killing it. You know, like, oh, somebody just had a baby. Like, oh, that baby's beautiful. Like, I hope everything's going great. Like, you know, stuff like that. And I feel like that helps yourself see it like that. Because a lot of times you're just scrolling through. Sorry to put you on blast, Lex, but I got to for this You really don't time. have to. Nope, I have to. But you're continuing to do so anyway. <laughs> it's not a bad thing. It's not a bad thing. Well, in, in my mind, it's a bad thing. But Lex, so what Lex does is when she's on TikTok. Don't touch me. <laughs> I'm sorry. When Lex is on TikTok, she is scrolling through and I would hear Lex crack the fuck up laughter at these f- hilarious TikToks that she can relate to and you know I go over there because while well, this laughter I'm I'm a uh, comedian like at heart I was like I want to laugh and so I jump over to her and like I would laugh right along with her but Lex does this thing where she she looks I don't like every TikTok that I see to make this long ass story long <laughs> sorry 
I don't like every TikTok that I see, and I don't do it because I don't feel like you need my like. <laughs> the, so a lot of these <laughs> videos will have like hundreds of thousands of likes already. Like if it's a small creator and I genuinely crack up at you, I'll like it. I will do that. But if you're big already. <laughs> I'm not gonna like your shit, nigga. I'm not even following you. See what I mean? It was like, funny. Make me laugh again. Like, <laughs> then we'll talk about it. Like, I just see it What's as... What's up doing self-love? <laughs> Nothing. Besides you wanting to shame me. I'm not trying to shame you. I'm just saying, I feel like when you're scrolling through something, if somebody if somebody provided something that was gut busting laughing, I feel like I feel like a decent double tap <laughs> would be good enough and then you can keep on scrolling. And that yeah, comes, that's nothing to do with that this com- topic. That comes in part with the um, encouragement of others, which no, would help that's you. that doesn't have anything to do with self love. Wait, wait, wait! I was. If I don't finish. like you, still need to know that your shit was funny. That's <laughs> so, self love. Like I said, no, no, no. I'm talking about this nah. because I was talking about how people, like in terms of self love, people feel shitty about themselves because they because go on they social media. Not because they don't get likes, because they go on social media and they see other people doing fun things or things they wish they were doing at that moment and that makes people feel bad about themselves which hurts their self-love and i'm saying when you get a different output on social media besides just seeing it as something you're not doing right now because you don't have the resources to sadly instead of seeing it like that i was saying see it more as helping other people with their self-love and in turn you're helping yourself because the more you think of it that way, the more you're flipping it and you're not seeing it any longer so as you're I'm saying a piece of shit. That I should equate likes to love. <laughs> what? <laughs> equate likes to love. You're saying that I should equate someone liking my video or post to self-love points. No, no, That's no, no. What no, you're no. Not li- no, you liking someone's post. Not someone liking your post. That's and that's another part. I don't I don't even know exactly where I fall on that because it's like, I don't, I was never into like, you know, doing stuff for the gram and for the vine that'll just, uh, something that'll get so many likes and like, like, because I understand it feeds your ego and like, you know, an overinflated ego is horrible, but a good sized ego can help with self-love. So it's, that's like a double-edged blade you got to be careful of. You, you... I feel like you should be a little bit like me on that matter where it's like I'm not perfect I'm not perfect I'm just like using myself as an example for myself you know I can only talk for myself for myself um, I use social media as in like when I do post and I see who looked at it who liked and like I see how many likes it got it does help my ego but on the other end of that it I don't I don't depend on it. There we go. I don't depend on it. If it de- if it ends up getting 12 likes, if a video I thought was hilarious, uh, <laughs> if I thought it was hilarious, then it's probably getting a bunch of likes. But I, truthfully, I haven't made anything that I thought was like gut-busting hilarious. But I have put stuff out there and, you know, the few likes it did get, I was grateful for those. And it, it made me feel good. But... At the other end, if you're dependent on those likes, on those Instagram, those Facebook likes, and you end up getting 20, you're going to feel destroyed. So, like, that's a double-edged blade you got to be careful of. 
you have to you have to set your own expectations for that mm-hmm. and make sure and yeah so definitely that goes into expectations and not relying and becoming dependent on those likes definitely not so how do you think how do you think you should properly self-love Lex uh okay you covered a lot of topics um yeah right <laughs> Like that was like I made I'm, I came up with this with this topic, which is why I have I have so much to say about it. It was like you can tell us anything, like your, your struggles with self love if you have them, and uh, whatnot. Uh, well, like any uh, I would say I won't say any. Like most females, I feel like I struggled slash struggle with self love, uh, particularly as a teenager. I mm. struggled with it. I was really awkward. <laughs> I was tall and skinny, but I had a big butt, but it, <laughs> it was a weird time. Um, and then of course the whole colorism in my family thing affected me and my like self-esteem. Um, so I don't feel like I really learned self-love slash am still learning it as an adult right now. Uh, yeah, so <laughs> how to properly self-love, I, I think it's just really pouring into yourself. Um, and finding things that you enjoy about yourself. I think you have, there's a lot of unlearning that you have to do. Like you have Mm. to unlearn, uh, depending in particular for like, you have to unlearn depending on other people for your value or love. Like if you get broken up with, if you get cheated on, if, you know, shit ain't working out or it's just not that great of a relationship, you need to be able to be like, all right, that's fine. Cause I'm, you know, I can love on myself and I'm, I'm right. good by myself. Cause I feel like a lot of times women or just people stay in relationships because they are dependent on that person to give them value and love. I like that. And especially when it comes to relationships, that is very important to have self-love um, when you're going through a breakup because um, you know, from my fuck nigga past, I would be um, the one in um, in my relationship. I would be the one to do some fuck nigga shit. I would cheat on someone, but then the woman would ask me, "What does she have that I don't?" She would ask me, "What did I do wrong?" And that always baffled me. And that but I feel like. As a cheater, you have to understand the stress that you put a person through. And I don't feel like a lot of men slash cheaters in general understand that. Like, yeah, I would start to think that if, you know, there has to be a reason. <laughs> you don't just get up and ruin a good relationship that you're happy in. Like, when someone is cheating on you, it makes you start to doubt yourself. And and if you're not that confident with the person you're self-worth. So I, I think that's a valid question. And especially if you're someone who's trying to fix the relationship, you might think, okay, let's have like an open conversation about why you're cheating. Right. <laughs> I feel like men are like, that's such a dumb question, bro. I just wanted some pussy. But like, I feel like men don't really look inward enough and think about, which I say all the time, you don't really think about why you're cheating. Like right. women are like, we're analyzing, okay, maybe she's thinner. Maybe she's more fun. Maybe, you know, exciting. <laughs> And so I, it's like, what if you want to, I thought this is only a valid question to ask, which you know, I believe it's only a valid question to ask if you even plan on staying. If you just want to so. know, you're just hurting your own feelings. Right. But if you're trying to have an open conversation, like, yeah, you need to, you know, acknowledge that there is a reason you are seeing another woman. And you tell that person why. <laughs> I mean, like, so 
That's that. Um, as you say that now, I see how that actually makes sense now. Because like you know, until just now, I always was under the impression I'm like, why why are you trying to beat yourself up? Like, why are you putting yourself through that? Like, obviously there's why are you nothing. Putting her through it? Like, obviously there's nothing wrong with you. I'm just an asshole because guys are simple minded sometimes like that. Cheaters are simple minded like that sometimes. It's just like and, it, and like guys really do be thinking like, oh, you know, it was literally just that. Like, oh, like you know, she made me feel um, you know, cool real quick. So you know, I got horny and she was down with it and she knew I had a girl. She didn't give a fuck. It's like guys literally just believe it's because that's all that's in our mind because it's so it's simple. It's simple and like women try to look for self-improvement in it i guess when they ask it and it's like you said it's if if you're not planning on getting back with the person it's a mute point and i feel like a mute point and i feel like you should just like go ahead and move along because yeah. trying to understand somebody who doesn't understand themselves is is you're not a, you're not a therapist it's that's very taxing and very challenging and it's i don't think that'll help you at all so at a point i feel like you do need to understand that oh, oh this motherfucker is simple like when guys yeah. tell you like oh, oh i just want the fuck i just want the fuck stop drilling stop drilling you're not gonna hit oil uh, you're not gonna hit the mother load and oh finally have him understand like no he's if if a guy tells you that he's being simple and there's no point and i feel like in order to help you preserve yourself just you have to find the strength and the self-love to move on yourself because not every question in the world is going to have an answer or have an answer that you like mm. so yeah it's that's definitely up in the air type situation there um what's his face sir Ooh, signs of no self-love. Signs of no self-love. That would go into like the uh, depression I was talking about earlier. Like when you're on that end of the spectrum and you have not no self-love, but very low self-love. Well, you don't have to not have self-love to be depressed. Those aren't, you know, those don't go hand in hand. Okay. Uh, I feel like the only thing that goes hand in hand with like no self-love is just no self-esteem. I feel like. Like, I feel like an, a clear sign, and I can only really speak on women, honestly. I feel like a clear sign of a girl with low, little to no self-love is a, a girl who stays in shitty relationships, uh, someone who is afraid to move up in life or, like, want better for themselves. Like, you might stay at the same shitty job for a long time because you don't think that you can do anything better. Right. You don't really think that you're smart enough <laughs> to do anything but the position that you're already in. You might have a shitty relationship with somebody you're not not even not attracted to, but he might be shitty. He might just not be 100% what you want. Like I've read like a lot of Reddit posts and it'll be like obvious. It's like clear as day that this guy is shitty. And it was like, was I wrong for asking my boyfriend to consider my feelings on my birthday? <laughs> <laughs> and it'll be this long ass pose. Clearly, the guy's an asshole, but she's like, well, maybe I was wrong. Let me apologize. It's like, okay, you have low self esteem. Yeah. You don't really want better for yourself, or you're afraid to ask for better or give yourself better. Right. Like a classic Norbert, Norbert, Norbert? Norbert, Norbert uh, situation mm-hmm. is like just this guy who's just basically got bullied into a relationship. 
like since he was a kid and like I don't even know why she wanted him now that I think about the movie it's like literally just they grew up together and like she demanded they be together when they were younger she if I remember the movie correctly she like stopped some guys from bullying her so I feel like there's also a feeling of being indebted to her which is a deep dive into Norbert that we're not going to do. But right. <laughs> I do feel like it, he felt like he owed her a little bit. And also it was, it's a safe space. A lot of times staying with somebody you know isn't good for you. I think it's, you know, it feels safe. Like it's better than nothing a lot of the time because mm. moving on is scary. And the risk of not meeting anybody else when you have a sure thing and you already know all of their, like, you know all their flaws. And like, right. you might feel like you can, I can deal with them, whatever. <laughs> At least I'm not single. Uh, yeah, and I feel like yep, self-love plays a part in that as well. Because if you have a great amount of it, you would if you had a great amount of self-love for yourself, you would find the carriage. You would find the the um the bravery, if you will, to take that chance to get out of that right. that um because yeah, self-love definitely helps with confidence. And confidence is what you need when you're stepping out of your safety zone, when you're stepping um, outside your, uh, what is it called, comfort zone. It definitely plays a huge part in that, for sure. Oh, and then another side, I would say, could also be someone who dates a lot of people. Like, it doesn't have to be that you're staying with one, but maybe you you are fucking everybody. <laughs> you're jumping relationship to relationship. I always in like a surefire way, like particularly in high school. And I just always, oh, I always felt so bad. And it makes me want to avert my eyes. <laughs> when you would see like a girl and you're like, you know, all the guys think she's a hoe. Um, but she hangs out with all the guys and she's dressed scantily clad usually. Um, she fucks everybody just for like that that quick bit of attention and love they give her. Mm. And then when that's done, you know, she jumps to the next one. And in her mind, that is like, it's equivalent to real love. Mm. That always makes me feel like, I hate it. Like <laughs> like, cringy. Yeah, cringy. Uh, love yourself a, a little more. Jesus. Just because, especially because, like, if you, you know, you might be friends with some of those guys, or you just might overhear them talking about her, or just like you just know what people think, and like you just see her like looking so desperate, and like I'm just saying, like I want everybody to be better, <laughs> and I, especially particularly women, particularly black women, I want you to like, you know, know your, know your worth, know your worth, stuff the fuck up, like you don't gotta deal with this, you know, you can love on yourself. So it always just makes me feel so, so bad. <laughs> oh, geez, Louise. And so, yeah, we've, we've been, I feel like we've been speaking a lot on the lower spectrum of, like, self-love. But when it comes to the higher um, spectrum of self-love, there are definitely the highs and lows there. Um, particularly, so you're talking about loving yourself too much? Too much. Because Is that, that fa- Oh, hell yeah, narcissism. That falls into, and like the biggest example I can think of that is sadly our 45th president of the United States of America. Do you think he loves himself? Oh, I fucking know he loves himself. I feel like he doesn't. Yeah, see, people say that. I feel like that's a psychiatry thing. It's like, oh, he doesn't love himself, so he does this and that and left and right and the third. I feel like that man, I truly believe he fucking commits. And he really thinks he is the greatest thing sipped from God's Kool-Aid. Like, I feel like he really, yeah, that metaphor didn't make sense, but still. <laughs> I think he really thinks he's the bee's knees. 
I don't know. I feel like he portrays a man, the, the characteristics of a man who thinks so little of himself that he has to constantly prove mm. to everybody else that he's this great person. Because I feel like when you have true self-love and you know you're that bitch, you're not out here telling everybody. You're, you're just that bitch. But narcissism is a thing. Narcissism is a thing. Right. But I also don't feel like narcissism feel the need to prove themselves. Narcissists only care about themselves. I don't so think they he, don't even care about your opinion. I don't think he's trying to prove anything. I have the biggest da da da. I have this is the best America's been since insert something here. That like, is the language Donald Trump used. But say I feel like that's him like basically just like because he knows what he knows the big the not the big but he knows the simple words and phrases that his audience would understand that he feels like his audience is uh, would understand and i feel like that's why he talks like that a good amount of the time but mm. because like even though like i, I think just... he's fucking stupid this guy did go to fucking college I mean, like, you yeah. did go I to mean, college. Like, you don't, like, but fucking... But also, when you're a millionaire, it doesn't take smarts to get into college. <laughs> right. I'm not going to say just because he went to school, he was he's smart. No, 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 no. Not to say he's smart, but to say he's not fucking... He's not dumb. No, no, he's not dumb. He's not dumb. But I, don't, I just don't know if I would say that he is a I, example of self-love. I, he's an example of narcissism. I think, yeah, he's an example of narcissism, definitely. Which is, like, which is... Like I don't know. Two, like, I don't know though, because I feel like narcissism is just you being obsessed with yourself and only caring about yourself. But can you still have self-esteem issues and be a narcissist at the same time? Hell yeah. Um, what's face Self-esteem. Well, yeah, self-esteem. You, everybody has self-esteem issues. Even perfect-bodied motherfuckers are sitting there every day, like, oh no, I think a flap's coming in, mm-hmm. even though it's all toned muscle. So everybody has insecurities. Period. Even narcissists. Right. Right. That's what I'm saying. Oh, okay. Yeah, I'm not trying to disprove that. Then. <laughs> so yeah, uh, I think. Yeah, but, but I think he is a narcissist. Because... I mean, I don't really want to debate if Donald Trump is a narcissist because fuck him. Um, I would more more like to just touch on narcissism in general. Right. And I mean, obviously, we all know what's wrong with being a narcissist. You have the inability. Or is then are you a sociopath? Do I know what a narcissist is? <laughs> <laughs> I think a narcissist can still feel things, but he just only cares about himself, whereas a sociopath doesn't feel anything at all. And that's and why he cares about himself. And that's why I say that is too much self-love. To the point where you're literally giving all of your love to yourself. Or a high amount of it to right. yourself. Right. Which is not great because then everybody around you feels like you're an ass. You're you isolate people mm-hmm. when you do that. Um, you, you you become like it like you can become a lot of negative things. You be, you could just become a big bully, and shit. Like it's not healthy to like like to think you have no fucking flaws, but still be insecure about shit. Like because that's possible. It's like oh because in front of everybody you're you're flaunting, you're flexing one hundred percent of the time. Uh, oh, but fuck yeah, I'm humble. I'm humble as fuck. What? Yeah, like yo, I'm the least racist person in this room. Like, come on now, that's how fucking great I am. <laughs> it's like that's narcissism, and that I believe is too much self love. It's like yeah, it's just it's too fucking much. <laughs> like yeah, too much of a good thing is a bad thing, as they say. So I had to look up narcissism. Go ahead. <laughs> 
<laughs> I was so hoping I that's what you did. Sure, yeah, I'm not ignoring you. Um, grandiosity. Grandiosity. <laughs> Callous and unemotional traits, disregard for others' feelings, excessive need for admiration or social isolation. So yeah, we're pretty, we're pretty spot on. We oh know yeah, what we're talking about most definitely. So exactly, exactly, social isolation. You fucking make people feel isolated when you do shit like that, and you put yourself on this fucking super tall pedestal that you are not on. Oh, and that's why I think you know everything in life requires a certain balance you need to know that you are worth being loved and love yourself but also know that other people need that love as well and i feel like it should be simple but that's why narcissism is a medical condition because there's certain there's something in your brain that can't process that i met a (laughs) girl need love i know a girl i met a girl i I know a girl I know a girl who is a, such a narcissist wow, yeah, that she jokes. has... No, 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 no. It's from the past. It's a joke. Oh. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> oh, what's the face, sir? And no, no, I'm faithful. <laughs> like, but I'm not sorry. Uh, I'm not playful. Um, it's this girl I know in the past. She is such a fucking narcissist that um, I think, you know, it's hard to tell if it, she was joking a good amount of the time, but I know for sure she wasn't always joking or she joked oh, so much that she got about. to the point where it's like she literally started to like believe she was always right about everything she 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 swore up and down she was the baddest bitch on this side of the universe <laughs> she believed she was almost on par with god himself these are things that she said to me like yeah yeah she said it with a laugh afterwards but the fact that she said it so grandiose, she thinks she can beat anybody's ass. She, she, she thinks she can do <laughs> anything. The best dancer. <laughs> the baddest bitch. Like, like, like. And of course, she showed, like, once in a while she had insecurities because, you know, like, oh, I don't have, you know, the biggest titties. Oh, I don't barely have an ass. But on a fucking good day, she ran through them bitches like they didn't exist. She didn't give a fuck. And, like, she would just, like, she would fucking get rowdy with people at the at the smallest sign of conflict because she knew she was better. She was better, so she, put an end to anything, any conflicts. Because I'm just better. Like what? Don't argue with me, cop. Like I'm better. Like don't <laughs> can't you understand? You, see? <laughs> you can't do shit to me because I'm perfect. And it was so crazy. And I was like, wow, that that's. That's hot. No, stop. <laughs> She's so sexy. <laughs> it was, and it was so fucking crazy because I was like, because, you know, at first I was like, oh, you're fucking, you're a joke. You're funny as fuck. Chill out. I've known that girl for years, for fucking a decade at least, at the least a decade. She still says those things the last time I talked to her. She still said those, that type of shit. She still talked that way. The whole time I knew her, she talked like that the whole time. So eventually, at a point, right. I'm pretty sure you actually believe it. It's one thing if you say it like as a teen when you're a little younger, a little bit more right. naive. You think, you know, you're walking on top of the world and you're invincible. It's a whole other thing to be a grown-ass woman and still say things like that. And you're 100% not joking. Mm. Because, like, me and my friend would make those type of jokes. Right. Uh, mostly because, like, it's supposed to be so dramatic that obviously I'm joking. But anyway... <laughs> I don't know. I feel like with narcissists, you know, all that shit stems from somewhere. 
And I do still think it can stem from a place of insecurity that you have oh, created yeah. this image of yourself that is so grandiose, as Google likes to say, <laughs> that you are just above it all. And I do think it stems from some sort of traumatic event, your childhood, intense bullying. Something has happened to you that you feel the need to project this godlike image of yourself. Right. Because that's fucking weird. <laughs> And, like, uh, why do you think so highly? Because I'm always thinking about how minuscule my existence is. Like, mm-hmm. I feel like I'm, like, obviously I don't think, oh, I'm so unimportant and I could just die. I don't think that. But I, I don't feel so wonderful <laughs> that I the am The universe walking. is about me. It's I'm the main character. I, in every room that I walk into. Right. That is, like, a psychological issue <laughs> that needs to be, you know, addressed by a professional. There needs to be a balance. Just because you love yourself, yeah, officially I'm believing there is such a thing as too much love. Because at first I was like, nah, you can love yourself as much as you want. (laughs) That's funny. I'm actually starting to get your point of how they actually are like that because they uh, don't have enough. Exactly. So I was like, okay, see, I'm starting to get your point, and it's funny because you I mean, just started yeah, to get I, mine. I think that the love has been created. <laughs> yeah, it's been created as I don't this think facade. It's healthy. That oh, not at all. And I, I think it's, it's largely fictional and, and uh, I can't think of the word. I think it's fictional and exaggerated, and mm-hmm. I do think it comes from a place of lacking self love. It's a character they put on that if you play it long enough, it becomes you. Exactly. But there's still some shit like in the back of your head that you know you haven't dealt with, you haven't confronted, which is why you act a certain way. Right. And That's that very really true. sucks for you and your friend. Like shit. <laughs> so like, um, I see here you got a point that says how to de-stress. Like, what are some good ways to de-stress other than expensive vacations and spa days and stuff? Right. Well, yeah, because that point, I kind, of for- I kind of forgot where I was going, but I still kind of get it. So, basically, I feel like uh, knowing how to self-soothe is a part of self-love. Like, knowing how to keep yourself in a good mood and knowing how to treat yourself, which should briefly touch back on your earlier point about, you know, the vacation and things like that. Mm-hmm. I do feel like, you know, it's very healthy to treat yourself. And I feel like treat all you grind mode work is life. <laughs> Niggas need to shut up. Oh God. And you guys need help because what is work? Why are you working so hard if to not enjoy the fruits of your labor? Mm-hmm. Why work seven days a week? Why pay for a luxury apartment for security? Why pay for a luxury apartment that you will never sleep in? Like there again, balance. And I give that mostly because, you know, I was raised by a single mother and my mom never took a vacation. Mm. We've you know, we've gone to Disney, (laughs) uh, we've gone to obscure states like uh, North Carolina and Arkansas. I've never been to Oklahoma. We went to New York but I vividly remember, like, whenever my mom's, uh, it would be like the end of the year, and she could either take, you know, a two week vacation, or she could cash in her PTO and just get the money so she'd right. have an extra two weeks' pay. And she always took the extra two weeks' pay. Clearly, you should. <laughs> you shouldn't. <laughs> I you should. get taking it every other year, maybe, but the fact that you worked throughout the entire week without more than two days off at a time is crazy to me. Oh, wait. Oh, you said she would work in She ca- would cash in her PTO, basically. Right. Instead of taking the P- 
PTO for a vacation. Oh, she would cash it in. Oh, and like, keep and working. Keep working. So she Got wouldn't it. take the time off. I so basically she'd get extra money. Yeah, I remember that. That's fun. Yeah. I mean, it's like when you're young and you're, you know, you're grinding and you're trying to reach your goals. Yeah. Cash it in. But, you know, my mom had two kids right. <laughs> and we never really saw her. And she worked and worked and worked pretty much for nothing. Like it all amounted to not much besides your two wonderful kids. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but she worked really, really hard. I don't feel like she ever got to enjoy it. So like, I feel like watching her do that, it makes me want to just like go the complete opposite route. Like I don't want to work. Uh, retail. I don't want to work on my feet for the rest of my life. I don't want to work my ass off to make other people look good. I'm getting off topic. Yeah. <laughs> look good and never, you know, be able to look good myself or be able to relax my damn self. And I do, I feel like a part of that is in self-love to bring it back. I was going to say, yeah, that's what I was say. That is a, that is a journey that involves heavily self-love. Heavily. Right. And knowing that, decided that what? you deserve it, basically. Because mm-hmm. I, I, I feel like a lot of people think they don't deserve time off. Like, you haven't reached a certain point yet, so you don't deserve to relax. Like, right. what are you relaxing for? Because, yeah, I don't think there should be any type of beating yourself up. I think, you know, you need to be able to talk nicely to yourself and say, you know, you are tired and you have the right to be tired. Or you deserve this vacation. You deserve this Uber Eats because it's delicious. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, but back to uh, what no, 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 not even back to that was what you were talking about de-stressing. Oh, yeah, de-stressing that, is a little different. It's a little different, but it does like because that's what I was talking about earlier when I said um, being t- when you're on the high end of the self-love spectrum, like maybe if you're going a little too hard, like you know you need to understand you need to de-stress, and that's when I brought up like oh I've never thought about going on vacation, and then you. Um, you brought up the vacation topic last last year and we went. And so I'm very grateful to you for that. I actually plan on going on many more vacations before I make it to superstardom and shit. Like my original fucking plan, which is fucking right. crazy now that I look like back a on it. Trip. Like, right. It's not it doesn't cost that much, it doesn't take up that much time. Um but yeah, I feel like, you know, a part of de stressing is, you know, relaxing, like uh for me, a way I de-stress, I like a nice bubble bath. Bubble. I love a glass of wine uh, during the weekend, mm. especially like after I've done all my schoolwork for the week. If it's a particularly stressful week, I will definitely have a J. I will have a glass of wine, multiple glasses of wine. <laughs> <laughs> Order myself something to eat and like really just be able to like tell myself, you deserve this. Right. Even if we have naysayers like Dwight used to be, who would tell me I didn't deserve it. <laughs> I never told you you didn't. You heavily implied it. Never told you that. <laughs> you never said it, but I could tell. I could always tell that you thought it because the thing about me and Dwight is we think drastically different. We have two different um, uh, goals. We have two different sets. Not goals, I but that. I just have different ways of going about them. Right. It's like, and I'm like I'm trying to think of a word for it. It's like not agenda, not goals, but we both definitely have different thresholds for that because like you know maybe like and you know it's just because of either the way we are the the way we think it, it all of that goes into it so like you know and they're both acceptable mm-hmm. for each for ourselves so like you know if work was up to 100 like you know lex would go up to like maybe 50 and it should be like all right it's time to rest from 50 to 70 and then back to work maybe and then for me i'd be like oh i want to go all the way up to 80 and then i'll rest 
which is acceptable for each other. But like, but the problem was I was projecting my 80 on the Lex. And so right. I felt which like is, it's taken multiple. And I think, you know, we, we still need more conversations about it, but it's taken a lot of conversations. I don't know. I feel like it doesn't come up. Right. It's taken multiple conversations to like, hey, you know, this is how I sell suit. This is how right. I operate. And you kind of have to shut up about it <laughs> because, you know, at the end of the day, I am a different person and I'm right. a relaxy ass bitch. I like to relax. You know what it is? Because like, because I was thinking about it, because I was like, yes, we did have a lot of conversations about that. And that um, now we're at a better point. The only thing the my biggest scare, the reason I always felt like that was because I didn't know your financial situation. Because Lex has been very secretive about it. Is it right? Is, you say it's none of my business. <laughs> see, the thing about this, <laughs> I feel like until we are married, it really doesn't matter. Oh, what about living together? Like, what about getting a place together? Because we plan on doing that in the next year. Right. Right. I mean, yeah, it's a little bit more your business. If you need to know that I can cover my rent. Right. Which is knowing your finances. Kinda. That'll be the next week's topic. (laughs) Who, (laughs) when is it appropriate to start talking about finances in a relationship? But yeah, I I, I don't know. At the time, especially when we first started talking about it, I feel like you were just being nosy. (laughs) At that time, I pretty much was. Yeah, I think you were just being nosy. Right, because. Whether really any concern but my thing is I'll which is completely off topic now but we're at the end of the episode right I always felt like I'm I know I'll never let myself go broke so I always felt confident in telling Dwight not to worry like even if I'm in a situation well I'm not gonna tell you about it <laughs> unless it's really a situation where it's gonna affect the both of us but mm. I I feel like at that point it'll be too late no I I will work enough because also, you know, I am a college student and I'm really just enjoying being a college student. College. I'm not too concerned about working full time or getting promotions or anything like that right now. Whatever. I'm in school. <laughs> <laughs> I will always, like, if I see, oh shit, my phone bill is due, I ain't got it in the account. I'm going to go out and I'm going to do some deliveries real quick. If I'm chilling, I got G's in the bank. G's, my <laughs> G's. believe I'm focusing on this schoolwork with my feet up. My <laughs> Alrighty. And with that being said, um, we're going to go ahead and give a great, great big, big ups, shout out, and thanks to you, the audience, for coming through listening to another amazing episode, episode 19, got it in the bag, got that two, that, uh, that, no, deuce, deuces too, or is that 20? Because I was about to say, next episode is going to be deuce. And I was like, that's not, that's not right. Next episode is episode 20. It's going to be the dozen. <laughs> Wait, that's 12. Yeah. <laughs> I'm fucking up at the end. Anywho, uh, can't wait for next week's episode, episode 20. It's going to be nice. Um, be sure to uh, check out our um, social medias. And also email us if you have any questions, requests on topics, anything like that, or if you want to just reach out to me and Lex about anything. Um, That's going to be in the description box below, above, to the left, to the right, whichever platform you're listening to this podcast on. And finally, Miss Lexi Lex, what's your takeaway for today's episode? My takeaway is I'm overdue for a bubble bath. Hey. And I'm going to take one because I deserve it and I love myself. Straight like (laughs) that. Smith. That me. What's your takeaway? 
So my takeaway for today's episode is to not apparently be a Glacier Boy like Quavo was <laughs> because Glacier Boys apparently cheat on their girls. Uh, but so on a serious note, um, continue my journey of self-love, most definitely. And spread this message. Spread this message online because I feel like I went extra hard on this topic because... Like I didn't even realize it when I um when I wrote it down in our in our notes section for like I didn't know how exciting um how excited or how much I would actually have to say about this topic and I really do feel like a humble brag. I really do feel like a oh, master. I feel like a master of self love. At this point, with, with of course a lot of room to still grow and learn, so that's definitely my takeaway. What, what did you remember? Well, I wanted to talk about. I should have put on the notes. I wanted to talk about uh, being humble and how Ooh. how much is too much when it comes to being humble. We can, I wanted to touch on that. I was gonna say we could definitely touch on that in a different episode, but we're not going to. I feel like we can. I feel, put it down in the notes. We'll take care of it. We'll, we'll get it somewhere it'll fit somewhere Eventually. because we want we're definitely going to do more positive topics moving forward because we don't want to be too much negative centered we also want to touch on the positive so with that being said folks i've enjoyed my time here i know lex has as well have a great one bye